God has given us two very tangible sensory ways for us to engage with him in the remembrance of who he is and what he's done to establish our relationship with him, both individually and corporately. Communion and baptism are two very important sacrament things that we do to connect with the Lord and connect with those around us in the Lord. So do we feel as parents equipped? Do we feel we understand what this process is at our church? How does this happen? When James and I honestly ask ourselves these questions, apart from just COVID kind of taking our ability to do certain things, we weren't sure, especially in the three years since I've been here, that we've been as intentional as we want to be about this process. So in an effort to help parents, to equip them, to honor our children's faith when they profess faith and belief in God and in Christ's sacrifice for them, um, we want to do some work to educate our families on the baptism process um, and to really help them understand what this process is and how you can engage in it as a family involved in the body of Christ at Riverside. So we're going to describe right now um, this stepped process. Obviously, not every step will fit for every situation. Sometimes it's going to look different depending on the family, depending on the child. But we wanted to have an intentional process that we could walk parents through. And we think this is the best, most honoring way for us to engage both you and your children in the process of being a covenanted member um, into the body of Christ. Um, So the first step of any process is educating yourself, you and your child, on what we as Riverside view baptism as and what baptism as a symbol is and is not. To assist in that process, um, we have developed a baptism class that is intended for a parent and a child mature enough to listen to the content. Um, We're going to start having this every six months. So then the first version of this for the first six-month period is going to be on November 14th. Right after church, we're going to have lunch, and that's why we need you to RSVP, because we're going to be able to provide lunch and have enough lunch for everyone who wants to come to that. Um, But we want to, during that time, speak both to the children and to the adults. We want to educate the parents um, on some guideposts, some things that you can be looking for, Um, the difference in kind of the faith of a child between um, just the the head knowledge of who Christ is, a belief that might be more family-based. Um, basically, that's more in a sent knowledge to who Christ is. And then trusting faith. Um, so we want to help you think through that as parents. Um, obviously, we don't have all the answers, but we feel very convicted that equipping you in this process means um, helping you think in a wise way through what this means for both us as a church and for you as a parent of your specific children. Um, The second step of the process after you've been through the course um, for a lot of families might be just more knowledge. Um, We have found some very helpful, short, 
two, three week Bible studies that you can do and walk through at your own pace with your child. Um, And these first two steps, we truly believe, happen best before your child um, engages in a meaningful way in wanting to express faith. Um, Make no mistake, God is the only one who can change their heart who can um, develop and engage them in this way. Um, But we truly believe that by educating ourselves and having our heart and our mind prepared um, will help us to act in a gospel way when the Holy Spirit calls. Um, So after you feel like your child understands um, and and when they start making a move towards active faith, We want to offer um, meeting with either the children's discipleship director or one of the staff um, pastors in order to help you as parents think through um, where your child is in this process. So this will happen without your child, and it's more just a way for us to take the information we've given you in the course and help you apply it very specifically to your child. Um, We do not want to create obstacles of faith. We do not want children to feel frustrated. Um, But we also want to be discerning um, in how we engage our kids in this important sacrament that God has called us to um, as his people. Um, The third step that we'll do as you feel your child is um, ready for baptism is we will have an interview um, either with the staff pastors or I've been present at some of those meetings as the children's discipleship director. Sometimes that can just help the kids feel comfortable because they might know me a little bit better than they would know James or Landon. Um, But that's not the case for every family. So it's not a requirement for me to be there. Um, It it is an asked requirement for the the staff pastors to be there. Um, But we want to just talk to your child. We want to make sure they really understand what they're doing, what that looks like, what baptism is and isn't. Um, Hopefully that's not new information to them if they've engaged in this process. Um, And then we just want to give them good expectations. We want to watch a baptism with them. We want them to understand um, what baptism looks like at our church, what that will be like, help them to be able to express any um, apprehensions they have, Um, Sometimes the kids are a little bit nervous about like being dunked under the water. So I'm going to describe that for them and let them watch the process um, just to see that it's not something they need to be afraid of. We don't want to put any hurdles into the expression of their faith. Um, And then after they're baptized, the last step of this process that we really want to help parents think through um, and the larger church body think through is what's our post baptism discipleship plan. Um, This is something we really should be doing with everyone that gets baptized, but um, we really want to do this well with our kiddos um, because they are engaged in our church family on a regular basis. You're here because your family has committed to the church. Um, So we want to help parents figure out what would be a good next step in the development of their faith, what some things you could study with them, what's maybe um, some good resources for you, but also um, just informing your small group leader, helping them think through, okay, we can increase our expectations of this child's engagement in small group now because they do have a committed faith. They do have the Holy Spirit's assistance. Um, so how can we continue to challenge them in their faith, even in their smaller, small group community? Um, so 
Like I said, mark your calendars for November 14th. Check out in the um, the parent email and the parent update um, for the link to RSVP if you think that's something um, that your child is ready for. Um, but also reach out to um, Stacy, myself. <laughs> um, my email is just my name, S-T-A-C-Y at RiversideCommunityChurch.org. That um, I can help you think through where your child might be in this process as we start to use more of a process um, to help parents think through this. Um, and just three quick applications for you to be doing right now as parents. You don't have to, to wait to engage this process. There are some practical things you can do right now. Um, first and foremost, pray, pray, pray. Um, only God knows their heart, their mind, their thoughts. They know God knows every thought and motivation of your child's heart. Um, and he can and will give us the knowledge. Ask and you shall receive. Um, when we ask for wisdom to shepherd our children well, he delights to give us that insight. Um, when we have to really trust him for that process because he sees things that we never can. Um, if you want to look at some scripture around this and really consider that, First um, Samuel 16, verse 7, First Chronicles 28, verse 9, and um, pretty much the entirety of Psalm 139. <laughs> uh, we won't go through those right now, but just, you know, take some time, reflect on that. Um, that's the only homework I'll ever give you. <laughs> um, second, what fruit do you see? If you've seen a change in their character that's outside of, my son is um, seven and he's made a profession of faith during COVID. Um, he acts outside of the character that I've seen in him for seven years. Uh, I know that the Holy Spirit is doing that. Only God can change us to be more like him through Christ's sacrifice and the Holy Spirit's help. Um, he will sanctify us. And so if I see that fruit in my child's life, um, I know that, um, there is an active application of their faith in, the, in a trusting faith in the Lord. Um, and then seek counsel. Lastly, third thing, just seek counsel. Um, there is so many advantages to being in a community of Christ, um, and this is one of them. They see our kids. They engage with our kids. It's why we push um, in a lot of ways for small group leaders, not to just get babysitters, but to really engage the kids in some way at small groups, because we want to be a small group community that is loving on and discipling our entire church population, not just the adults that have adult faith, but even our children with their childlike faith, because we can learn so much from that. Jesus said we need to have childlike faith. That's a real thing. Um, so please let us know if you have any questions. Please let us know if there's any way we can engage with you in this. Um, and please know that this is on our hearts and minds. We as the leadership are um, desiring to shepherd you and your family well. Um, and our elders are very intentional in their love for our congregation. So please active, be active in that with us.